Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. And now we kick it. My phone on silent. You know why? Because I'm a responsible broadcaster. I'm a f-ing podcast legend up in here. Where is my debit? There it is. Uh, let's 14? See. 14. Episode 14. Which now you know we've made it. Because we've made it to 14? That's yeah. the whole key? What comes after 14? Is that the epilogue? Ep- 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 eulogy? You make it sound like epilepsy. <laughs> Isn't there a name for like the end of the book? By the way, these mics are not good in this room. Yeah, they suck. I'm this hearing myself come back I know. It's, it looks terrible. All right. Well... We put so much effort into this. No, first off, thank you to Hard Ice Vodka Freezies. Oh, yes. And yes. also Norman's Electronics. Which, by the way, on a side note, I have heard that Hard Ice Vodka Freezies actually kills the Wuhan virus. I don't know if you can actually claim that. Uh, by the way, home appliances, new and vintage audio and TVs, they service Yamaha, Denon, Sony, LG, Pioneer. So make sure you support those people. 770 or you can visit them at neiusa.com. There Isn't it go. cool they got USA, by the way, in their uh, in their website? Well, that just means that you're official. You're, you're Americana. Like when your website, frontofficefootball.net, yeah. what if it was frontofficefootballusa.net? I'd be like, damn, he loves America. I actually thought about how I was going to name it. I'm going to get my football fo- from him. Frontofficefootballmericamericajesus.net. <laughs> Because that would just be wrapping myself in the flag and also Jesus. And I'd be all over that thing. Like I'd be I'd be all up on that website reading draft previews. You'd but be since like, you, Oh man, I love America too and Jesus. But since you don't, I'm like, he's communist and he probably hates Jesus. I actually didn't think it said anything along those lines, but so we should start off this podcast before we move into the actual room with decent audio. <laughs> so we originated in this market mocking and having fun in terms of when there's a health crisis. Yeah, I don't want the moniker anymore as the show that that was the first to relay to our listeners coronavirus. I, I don't want that anymore. I know that we were kind of branding ourselves as that. I'm kind of out of that business now. I've moved on. Yeah, okay, good. It's I'm almost gonna, like that was a band I used to be in, but now I'm not in that band I'm going to find the new disease where people are eating bats that's going to kill us all. But we do have songs, though. Of course we do. Because you can't just have a death-eating virus that doesn't have a song attached with it. Do you want to start with the Ebola ones that we used to play? Yeah, because... Because when that outbreak happened in, like, 2014, we're rubbing our hands together. Maybe 2016. Either way, we're going, oh, Ebola. Because our idea is this thing ain't going to F with us. So, you know what? Let's just have a mocking song. Ebola. Ebola. Don't touch a friend. No touching. It's dangerous. No eating. No kissing. No kissing. Don't touch your friends. Right, because it's dangerous. And the guy who put it together was was from Africa, and he put it together as a public service announcement. Because I, I think this goes back to in the 80s, like the Don't Do Drugs campaigns. They wanted to get it across to kids, but it wouldn't work when it was a stupid dog telling you that. But if you put it in a song and the Muppet Babies were singing to you, you're like, shit, 
I'm not going to touch heroin. Do you know that I still know some of the cheers that we did in elementary school as part of the Just Say No program? Now, was this the Just Say No or the Dare program? Just Say No. But we had Dare as well. All right, give me give me some cheers. Just Say No, Just Say No. Just Say No, Just Say No. Just Say No, Just Say No. Just Say No. It wasn't very original, No, was no, no, no. But remember, <laughs> this is what you're trying. effort. Elementary school children <laughs> were following this correctly because it was so rhythmic and so basic. So it worked for us. What else do you got as far as a, a bowl of music? Well, here's the thing. If you're going to talk, like when you release your first song, like I remember when Limp Biscuit came out with their first song, you know, you want to come out on a high. So they redid George Michael's Faith, it's, which is epic. I don't, I don't like your tone. Maybe it's the mic. I don't know, but I don't like your tone. No, right actually, now. I was really excited about it. The microphone is failing to pick up my <laughs> excitement. So, but then you come out with your banger and you're playing in the club. Ebola, don't touch your friend. But then you kind of got to, you got to do one for the ladies. Like you got to bring it down a notch. You know what I mean? Like how would Tenacious D say? Oh, they would say it's time to effort gently. <laughs> sometimes you got to squeeze. Sometimes you got to say, say please. please. Well, it's amazing that you and I both know the Tenacious D catalog in this softly. way. Softly. Well, sometimes you got to drop it down for the ladies when you're talking about a, a disease that's going to kill us all. It's real. It's real. It's time to protect yourself. Protect your family. Protect your community. And you gotta slow down the jam at this point for all your people. Yeah, so that they understand. No more talking plenty. Who said they say the government Buy a bowl of song, your bowl of jam. It was nice to have you here. Well, the idea is Corona is obviously taking over everything. And so we have our first, this is the first real Corona song, I think. This is the one that, it's the banger in the club. Like oh, it's got, this is to get the people hyped. It's got the big bass and everything else. So we'll take a listen to this and see. It's a parody off of Fergie, L.A. Love. We'll see what we can do with the, this one right here. La, 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 la. Oh, never mind. This is another Ebola one. Tell you where it's from. Africa. That's from where Ebola. Oh, that was Ebola. You're right. This guy also has. Two days later, it lands in USA. I get it from my girlfriend and give it to my dad. I catch it on the subway and leave it in the cab. I eat it at Subway, drink it at Starbucks. Ebola's everywhere and I give no fuck. Oh, wow. It's so abrasive. Ebola's gonna kill us all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, then. There's the Corona one. Oh, the, the Slow Jam Corona Which song. Which is the Slow Jam Corona. Oh, Simon and Garfunkel. Hello, virus from Wuhan. Hello, virus from Wuhan. All right, so what do you think the next... What's going to rhyme with Wuhan? Uh, Wash your hands? Probably, or throw something out about Japan. Oh, good call. Another problem's here again. Oh, oh again. Because you see the contagion creeping. It's creeping. <laughs> and the virus is indeed spreading. That's 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 all true. Creeping, spreading. spreading. I like it. Okay, let's see where we go. And the memory of SARS planted in my brain still remains. The memory of SARS still planted in my brain still remains. So they're bringing up an old one. Other epidemics, okay. 
We stand and fight the virus. <laughs> we hear of theories. Uh, okay, well. What else can we do at this point? Like, you have to laugh at this, right? Because I don't know what else to do. This sucks. We're going stir crazy. and w- When you say we, like you it, and I? I think in general, you and I at least, we're still coming to our building. And so there is some social interaction for those of you who have none of that. And this is all you have right now. And it's just, hey, my kids are yelling and they're home from school and my wife and I are trying to work in the same place. And it, it, your, your typical day that while stressful has just been amplified and there's no timetable for when it's going to be fixed. What are you missing most? Are you missing sports at this point? Though I just threw a dip in. If you can't tell by oh. the way I'm talking now, sorry. Your your lisp suddenly kicked in. I got a lip. Look, if I'm gonna die from Corona, I don't care about mouth cancer at this my point face. anymore. <laughs> corona got my face. What are you missing now? Is it social interaction with people? Because we still interact with work people with Matt, Chuck, Buck, you and I. Or you, is it is it sports? Is it distraction? No. What is it? You know what I miss right now? I miss toilet paper. No, I'm fine there. Got plenty. I miss. That we can walk across the street in the battery, get a beer, and just hang for a few. I agree. The the social interaction part, whether it's you and I or you and I and Kincaid or just any of us around our friends, that is the thing now where people will look at you in a very odd way that you're not holding up your, your level of responsibility. And from that standpoint, I get it, and that's why I go straight home. The battery reminds me, and I still remember this day, Reminds me of the day after the national championship, or the day of the national championship, and I parked my car here, and after Georgia loses, I walked back to the battery, and it was dead, and you could hear a pin drop, and it's just sad, and everything else. There's nobody doing anything, and this place, this place is awesome. Like, it's it's an adult theme park of beer and liquor and cougars, and instead, it's just a sad little mopey place now where, like, you see... What are those little dust things that roll across? A tumbleweed? Yes, yeah, a tumbleweed. Yeah, it's just going across, and it, it's, it sucks, Well, man. the Roxy typically has us with some sort of event almost at least every week, sometimes twice a week. I get to so, people watch everybody in that line. Like when a yeah. random K-pop band comes through, I get to see all the 17-year-old girls dressed up in their Korean pop stuff. If a band, like some country band comes through, I get to see everybody in their MAGA hats. I ain't seen anybody. No, there's no one around. That's the weird part for this entire deal when it takes me typically about 40 minutes, 45 minutes to drive up to work. I've gotten here within 20 minutes the last couple of days because there's no one on 285 or 400. I miss traffic. I actually kind of miss traffic. You know what I miss? I miss that that would be my time period to make phone calls, catch up with family, uh, handle any kind of business that I need to from a, hey, I got to call this person back and schedule this out. Uh, book a guest, talk to somebody, have an idea, work out something on the show. Now I get in the car and I'm at work. It, it's everything that I've ever complained about when it comes to Atlanta and traffic. I'm suddenly kind of missing. It's a weird scenario. Is it ever going to be normal again? Eventually at some point. You know what I did? I bought a log of dip. And I've never, do you know what a log of dip is, by the way? Yeah, it's when it comes in the full pack, right? Yeah, so it's like buying a carton of cigarettes, which right, okay. I never buy, I never buy in bulk because I feel at that point like I'm an addict, like I'm a degenerate. Like I never bought a carton of cigarettes because that officially makes me a smoker. Didn't you only do that when we were doing like a vacation? You were like, we're going to go through a ton of these. Well, no, because when we would go to Mexico or something, oh, they're, yeah. they're so expensive down there. So I'd bring my own tobacco down, but I'm so worried about something shutting down that I didn't stock up on toilet paper. I didn't stock up on hand sanitizer. You know what Hoyt's got like a storage unit of that I'm going to sell on the black market for ramped up prices? 
Grizzly long cut wintergreen. That's what I'm going to sell. Let's uh, come back and let's start right there because I want to talk about the whole home situation for you and I. And also, we're going to attempt to reach out to this one man that we have so clearly wronged. And in the final segment, we're going to highlight because we're on a buck and chuck run. Like they show up right now in every single one of these because that's the time period that we had when we were going through all of these audio fun bags. It's now gotten contentious between them <laughs> where they're now trying to throw curveballs at each other. So you'll hear that in the third segment. That's coming up next on the Audio Fun Bag Podcast. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. We have this button that we have in our system. It's called the Talk Back button, which allows us to converse back and forth with the other studio call for particular pieces of audio, set particular things up. It and, says TB right here. And when, and when you press it, it goes like this. Where you, you can't hear me at that point. Only Hoyt can. Apparently, Nick Cellini had a little bit of a problem pressing this button right in the middle of a Kia spot. Introducing Kia's Holidays on Us sales event. Get a CUV like the 2016 Sorento or Sportage with no payments due um, for five months, hey, uh, including John, the first two payments on us. Plus, get 0% financing for up to 66 months. With those kinds and of I'll savings, be... you can afford to enjoy the holiday season even more. Did he press the talk back or this button that says no? Chuck, does that say no right there? No, it says on. Oh, it says on. You want me to bring us in? Yeah, go ahead and bring us in. Bring us back from our, our short break. Welcome back to the Audio Fun Bag Podcast, Volume 14. If you have not subscribed on iTunes, Android, any other platforms that may exist out there, I don't know. Are there any other platforms, Los? Uh There's... Church. Spot of... Yeah, you're helping. Um, what else? I'm just there? acting like you. And make sure you subscribe. Subscribing would be good. I can't do this. Why don't you hit the sponsors and all that? <laughs> you have the hardest... You have the No, I have the easiest job. I am the Chuck Oliver. I am the two-man here. All brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. That's it. See how much better we sound now? Yeah, I know. That other room is terrible. I was so concerned about how that was going. So we're going to do two things in this segment. Are you filming me? Uh, I'm just putting this out on uh, Twitch. Hang on, because I'm filming me too. Okay. Well, here, I'm just going to put this right here, and we'll just see how it goes. You, am I, are we taking questions on this? Um, I got lots of questions. Okay, we'll in. take your questions in a minute. Oh, okay. Load up the questions. In the meantime, I want to know about your preparedness at home, because today, without soliciting, you didn't even know, I ordered a big old box of MREs. All right, now now you're worrying. I am turning into a little bit more of somebody who wants to just be ready in case. Because just in case. 3 weeks, 4 weeks ago on the podcast, you were not worried about any of this and now you're ordering No, I'm not worried about What are you talking about? You just ordered a box full of MREs. Yes, yeah. you're worried. No, I'm not worried about sickness or anything else. I'm worried about human stupidity for all of these animals that are running out and buying up all the toilet paper. Next week, this podcast will be brought to you by Bunkers, Los's Doomsday Bunker. <laughs> I'm not going that far. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned about what happens when you show up to the store and there's no... What are you into? You eat like beanie weenies and uh, so we like got our, snack no, packs. We're getting our meals delivered to us now. So as long as the delivery service keeps showing up... As long up, as HelloFresh shows up, I'm you're cool, good. I'm cool with it at this point. As long as Purple Carrot keeps showing up at your door, you're good. Now, the moment they don't... I looked in our fridge maybe a week ago, and I looked in and I was like, Lisa, if something does happen, we ain't prepared because we got a bottle of mayonnaise, some mustard, 
two jugs of milk because my kids have to have separate milk because they're whatever. And that was about it. And I was like, we ain't prepared for this. I was like, honey, go to Costco. She's like, there's nothing at Costco. There is nothing at Costco. There's nothing at Publix. I don't know what to do. By the way, is it bad that I go to Publix? No. I love Publix. Yeah. And in fact, being that Publix is closing at eight o'clock means I can't go get what I need to after this podcast is over with. So I have to find other means to secure milk and apple cider. Publix feels like the best, like the upper echelons of grocery stores, by the way. It's nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Like it's not the Alti. No, but- I would say I've got I've got both near my house. There are certain things that I go to, of like when I'm looking for German knockoff brand that's cheaper, and then <laughs> there's stuff I, I go get at Publix. If I'm looking for dented cans, I head over to Alti. Yeah, I, I realize I'm going to get a deal on on you know it's like you know Chief Boyardee. Yeah, exactly. Not, you're like, I thought this was Chef. No, no, no. Chef's over at Publix. We have Chief Boyardee. Mick and cheese. What the hell is Mick and cheese? What are these sort of things? Yeah, I, I've got water, and a part of this was because of Hurricane Michael when I went down to Port St. Joe and saw. What you need to prepare. So I have I have water in the house. I have plenty of toilet paper. What is the toilet paper thing? It's just cleanliness. That's all. I understand. I, I don't but- get why people are going crazy with it, but that's that's the thing that people have bought into. I get when you want to go raid all the meat, which when cool, you're when fine. you're when you're eating vegan, I'm like, <laughs> I, I'm suckers. ready. I'm suckers. I'm gonna. I'll just be over here grabbing apples. I look at the tofu aisle and I'm like, hey, this plenty of plenty of tofu. Up. We're good here. I don't get the toilet paper like. Because you can use baby wipes, you can use toilet paper, you can use Kleenex. You can I wouldn't suggest using Kleenex, but you can use Kleenex. You I can have, use all the, you can use paper from your printer. I have twenty boxes of Kleenex right now, just because we always load up during the fall. During allergy season in yeah, the fall. Yeah, because yes. we go through them and we have not it, we've been fortunate. We've been doing the children's Claritin and Claritin and everything else. So we're in we've been pretty good as far as not needing them. So I look at it as I have a cash of just great to- potential toilet paper if I need to go get it. Do you think this epidemic is it an epi- no it's a pandemic, pandemic. now. Does yeah, this the area is pandemic hit. move us over in this country to bidets? No, of course not. What are you talking about? If there's a shortage on toilet paper, the obvious move is to go bidet. Cuz this is America, damn it. You've and, never bidet then. Spoken and, uh, like a man who has never had his ass shot up with water. I ain't ever been no place with no bidet. America. You need to try it. Before you knock it, you I'm not knocking it. it. I'm just all I'm telling you is that human nature uh, when it comes to us is I do my thing, I wipe my thing, and I move on with my thing. When I went to Italy for the first time, the first time, hold on, hold on, hold on. (laughs) The first time I went to Italy, my point being is I got to use a bidet. I was open minded. I used a bidet for the first time. Did you hold your pinky out while you were doing it? No. This is water shooting into my ass. It works really well. The only weird issue is they have certain towels that you're supposed to wipe after you use the bidet. Now, you're wiping and it's clean, so so there's nothing wrong there, but it's a certain towel that you use. I don't know what I would do with those towels. Do you wash those separately? Do you wash them with the whites? Do you wash them with your sheets? I'd burn them. (laughs) Do you burn them? They got to go. No, no, they don't have to go. Like... My mom used real diapers on me, like real diapers, like the cloth things, and she kept those things around. You can do it. I don't understand why you're so against the bidet. Do you have any questions? Because I currently have one on my Twitch channel. Yeah, saying go ahead. Hoyt's, oh, my Hoyt's, Twitch channel. Hoyt's going to win. Oh, yeah. I hope so. Because then we can talk about it in the next podcast or maybe later. It's 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 you. I am up 17 votes. Right oh, now. really? Yeah. I hope you currently. win. I, I know. Okay. 
And we'll just talk. But John Michaels put up the poll. Right. I don't know. Atlanta radio, celebrity, sports radio, Because we were lacking a field of 32 or 64. Correct. And so he, he wanted to put us all in there. And so... John, so, so he's good people. I love John. <laughs> I was like, cool. Sounds it, fine. It's fine. We're all having fun with it. But I got past the first round. And I was like, okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah, whatever. That, that person did not care for the fact that as he put it, I got beat by a board op, no, no a producer, and I, you fixed it. <laughs> he said, quote, all right, Hugh Douglas, whatever. He said, quote, I got beat by a producer. And I go, actually, if it makes you feel worse, you got beat by a board op. Uh, yeah. It. I'm not begging for votes, but I am retweeting everybody that says vote for Hoyt because I'm... I'm too prideful to beg for votes, but I'm not too prideful to retweet your begging for votes. There is something that we've been able to do here at this radio station, and part of it is because of, of how long we've been here and how long we've worked in the market and the things that we're into. You tend to get some sort of real bond with people. Absolutely. Dude, that's because radio we, in general. Because we go out to these things. When we're at a game and, and it's you and I and people come up, we're like, where's your tailgate? Yeah, let's go have a beer. When we're That's, over, we don't we don't go hide in the press box. That's not what that we what we do around here. How much shit has my wife given me when we go over to sports and social and we'll be on the air from like <laughs> noon to three and she's like, Your show ended at three. You got home at seven forty five. And I'm like, Los and I were hanging out with the peeps. We were hanging out just talking and Shooting the shit. There's that. There's that bond that you build with these listeners, though. That's a. It's a loyalty thing. It's a. Well, I appreciate you, and uh, we're just one of the guys. Well, we know about their lives, and they find out about ours, and and that's just cool. We we've got guys that we play golf with. We got guys that we. Oh yeah, hey y'all are gonna be over there. Yeah, come by and have a beer. That's that's just part of it. And so I think that so much of this voting thing ends up reflecting that. That oh that dude I know him. He's real. I get off on learning about the listeners more than anything because you and I tend to be very open books on everything. Yeah, ask on me this, what you want. We'll talk about it. Especially on this podcast, we'll talk about whatever we want. But I don't know anything about our listeners, and it's kind of nice to at least know the people. Like that, how you found the show, what it appeals to you, yeah, things like, like that. I just we, do we don't know. Like a market survey, because honestly, you do you, I do me. We try to make each other laugh. We joke about that all the time. I try to make... If I can get my friends to laugh, I'm doing something good, and I hope that that makes you laugh. Correct. Here, Here's a little peek behind the curtain. Every drop I play is either to make Lowe's laugh or Matt laugh or piss off Chuck. And has I'm, no idea if anybody else will laugh. No, nope, I don't know if anybody's listening. Like It's the same stuff we do in the hallway here at 680, except for it's on air. That's about it. We just try to make each other <laughs> we giggle. Just what, bust balls. what is your question? You got a you got a question from somebody? No, I, I got oh. no questions, dude. Okay. I'm down to eleven well, people. Well, on all right. This well, this stream. this is what I'm going to do. I am going to walk over to our phone bank. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make a phone call, and if the person does answer, well, then, and that means I have to shut down my little stream here. If the person does answer, then we're going to play him a piece of audio. So entertain the peoples while I do that. Hello? What's happening? Uh, who is this? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> Only that laugh. That laugh is the reason our entire audience knows exactly who our guest is. We, we told them we were going to try and call you, and now that we have you, we're very yeah. excited to wel- welcome in Hardball's own and Cellini and Domino's Chris Domino. Yay! Yay! Welcome to the what podcast. I don't know if you know this, I'm outside, but confetti is falling on me as we speak. It's a celebratory moment in everybody's life. What are you doing outside? You smoking a cigarette? No, 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 no. You I do don't that do that in the house? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just walking. I'm taking a walk. I, yeah, I had to get out of the house for a little bit, like everybody else. Probably. I definitely understand that. So we wanted to, uh, as, as our maiden voyage uh, with yeah. you on here, we wanted to play something for you and get your response because 
We let, have, me, let me, let's do this. Why don't I just jump to the conclusion and say, uh, I think it's awful. I human being. And why don't we just sort of leave it at that? So we have wrong, we, we've come to repent. We have wronged you. And we have wronged you in that uh, Hoyt and I are both big fans of hardball. Is this the Whitey uh, Ford interview again? No, this is not the Whitey Ford interview. Oh, the in this Don case. Larson interview again. This is not that either. Is this Sal? What are we doing here? This has to do with the Bo Jackson interview that Hoyt and I both listened to a couple of weeks ago. And Hoyt had the idea, what if I tried to conduct that interview? And then we decided from an audio prank standpoint, let's play Hoyt doing this. So can we play this for you and get your response? Sure. Again, I think my response might only get worse <laughs> into how I, how I actually feel about you, because this is just an emotional. I think it's going to get visceral about uh, my contempt for both of you two. Now, keep in mind, we had to do a lot of audio work to lift you out of here, but duplicate all of the music and everything else of the interview. So here it goes. Goodness. All right. Oh, hang on, Domino. We'll, we'll edit this in post. Okay. Get up that wall. I'm impressed. And I'm not usually impressed that money. Check. Check. M- Mr. Jackson, if, if I can call you Mr. Jackson, how are you doing today? I'm doing all right, Chris, and you? You had a long career. Did you find yourself fulfilled as you thought you would be in the world? What the f*** is this question? Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. As you thought you would be in the world after athletics. Mr. Jackson, do you find yourself as fulfilled as you thought you would be in the world after athletics? I'm ecstatic about my uh, life after uh, sports. Uh, um, I am finding it very intriguing and a lot of fun. As being uh, Mr. Jackson, a businessman. See, that's that's what we did. We made an entire interview of of Hoyt interviewing Bo Jackson. If you don't think that I don't know where this is going, <laughs> the only people that are easier to read in my life, quite honestly, you, you guys are easier than one of my children. <laughs> so can we get can we as we're repenting? Will you just forgive us and we'll we'll cease? We'll do this as the only one we'll ever make. Listen, I, I'm not the guy who says put a kibosh. I don't believe in really cease and desist. No, you're not snake. Go ahead. I know it's coming. <laughs> I don't know exactly what's coming, but I know it's coming. So sure. Look, what what would you idiots do if I said don't do it? Oh, that just gets me off even more at that point. Now I've got to find a way to do an even worse one. Like, yeah. you thought Whitey Ford was bad or Don Larson? Wait till I get a hold of the next one, Domino, if you tell me not to do it. Yeah. Listen, it's already done, so I might as well hear it. <laughs> Did you ever hear when Carlos made Chuck do an interview, not with Bo Jackson, with gay Bo Jackson? Oh, yeah. He, he was not happy with that one. No. Listen, why don't we just get to it? I, I don't need to die by paper cuts. Take the shiv. <laughs> just give it to me clean. Well, we, we appreciate you. We just wanted to grab a couple moments uh, to, to make sure we, we made you aware of what we were doing. On a scale of 1 to 10, how, um, oh, it's how reprehensible are you? We're bad people. I'm sorry. Yeah. All right. All right see you, Chris. All right. Goodbye. And a reminder, check out Chris's uh, his podcast, Hardball. Make sure to subscribe, download, listen. Give it a one-star rating because we want to be higher on it ultimately. That's our goal. Our goal is not to give you entertainment. Our goal is to just be better than Matt's podcast and Domino's podcast. And at the end of the day, 
We don't care about our advertisers. All we care about is having a better score than those two. I think you mean almost the exact opposite of all that. Yes. All right, coming up next, we'll get into, well, the volatile and now revengeful versions of Buck and Chuck. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. Sunday afternoon. This will be the first entry we've ever had of one Chris Mooneyham, who I guess the best way I can put this, I'm not sure if it's kind of like a one of those weird seizure kind of things. It's almost like he wanted to start and then stopped and then started and then stopped again. The Atlanta Falcons up at halftime. I don't want to see a 10-7, 10-3 game at halftime. They should be able to move the chains, get first down, and put some points on the board. Yeah, I, and, and, and I'm in uh, – Oh. I think you also have a mixed bag as we sit here and talk about what Tampa is going to do against the Falcons. What was that first thing there? Yeah, I, and, and, and I'm in uh, – Okay, so he was going one direction. He had to hit the brakes, and he was like, oh, went too far, got to back it so up. So unprofessional when a guy just starts to speak and – yeah. Can't all you get is like these guttural sounds coming yeah, out. Yeah, and, 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 and I'm in. Uh. You keep saying vengeful Buck and Chuck. Is this the the, the Halloween one? No, this. Uh, and by the way, thank you to uh, Hard Ice Vodka Freezies and Norman's Electronics. Every time I forget to do that, you need to start remembering that. Give them a call over at Norman seven seven zero four five one fifty fifty seven. You can also visit them neiusa.com. I'm saying it's vengeful because when we hear this audio, you're going to notice that now they've realized that the show is very awkward, and so can I happen to get you back for causing this awkwardness? Can I put you in a weird situation where you'll stop talking? There are a couple, and I don't know if it'll be in this one, but there are a couple where Chuck at different times just goes, Carlos, did you catch that? Knowing that Carlos is nowhere in the studio, Carlos doesn't work on this show, Carlos is listening at his house, marking times for the audio fun bag to happen, and Chuck's like, you know what, screw it, embrace it. Carlos, you catch that? I'm jumping up and down as I'm writing, I'm time stamping, I'm writing down when it's happening, and then I'm texting it over to you, so that's when... Yeah, like, I didn't know what was occurring, by the way, I'm producing the show. That's when you got all of this. Until we reach the Buck and Chuck wing. Yes. Now, two entries into the Buck and Chuck wing. This is where Chuck and Buck were talking about Clemson. I don't know. At this point, I think they're just doing bits to one another just to see like who could draw the other one offside. Buck here, doesn't do bits. Here, here was their attempt from this past week. He told me Sean McGuire. I thought, well, Everett Golson is still hurt. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, this was the choice of two healthy quarterbacks. Love what Dabo said about Deshaun this week. He said, and I quote, he can beat you with his arm. His legs, his mind, or his heart. Talk about a great compliment from a coach to his quarterback. Go get him, kid. <clears throat> Go get him, Deshaun. Let's hear from Dabo Swinney talking about how to prep uh, without it. knowing who the FSU quarterback is. Did you go out for a biscuit? Where the hell? You do this to him all the time. No, I don't do anything, no, man. You Hang bury, on. You lay out to bury. Where the hell were you? Can go, we go get him, kid. Can we go all the way back, Hoyt, and play this until I give you the stop signal? All right, start playing it. He told me Sean McGuire. I thought, well, Everett Golson is still hurt. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, this was the choice of two healthy quarterbacks. Love what Dabo said about Stop. This. All right. What were we talking about there? We're talking about Florida State's quarterback situation. There are times 
when we're having a conversation and I make I give a reasonable observation, right. I make a reasonable statement. It's as if I never spoke. Okay, but you got to roll with the punches. That that moment has happened. Buck has moved the I, conversation forward. No. You're way back here. You got to come up. We were talking about the Florida State quarterbacks, and he starts talking about Dabo, and I'm. Go so get I him, Deshaun. I didn't know what to add. Apparently, you didn't. Is there anything you could have given me there? Go well, get him. Kid. See, earlier in the season, before I learned my lesson, <laughs> I would have continued on with the conversation we were having, which was about Sean McGuire. Do you Go have get anything, him, Deshaun. Do you have anything to say about Deshaun at that point? He said his heart. And you're like, yeah, good point, good point, Buck. Deshaun's a kid who plays all out, puts his heart into everything. When we were talking about Aroldis Chapman and the potential trade. Go and get him, kid. <laughs> I, hey, Matt, you know, Chapman, there's five contenders, and they could all be in the market contacting the Cincinnati Reds. If you respond, hey, tough that Millsaps didn't get a shot at the end last night, <laughs> yeah. at that point, I'm not going to talk about Millsaps or Chapman. It's, this is on Chuck. It's funny that he mentions that because this is our last piece of audio. I think Buck attempted to throw the curveball back at Chuck. And Chuck decided he wasn't going to have any of it. Again, any leader in business, you know, the Kathy family, Chick-fil-A, they have plans in place. They have contingencies. They have lists of names just in case X, Y, or Z. Your buddy, Frank Ross, he's still hey, over you at tried that frozen lemonade Chick-fil-A <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they brought us some over the whole time. My goodness, how good stuff. are those? <laughs> uh, your, your former teammate, Frank Ross, over with you know Coca-Cola, I'm sure they have... All kinds of list after list after list. Everybody has a list and a contingency, and Greg McGarrity's no different. Yeah. That frosted orange is real good, too. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It's all right. I'm sorry. Getting you off track here. Carlos, you catch that? <laughs> the frosted orange, baby. Again, that's on you, and I'm going to tell you why. How's that on me? You, hey, you tried that frozen lemonade Chick-fil-A has? You mentioned the Kathy family. You mentioned Chick-fil-A, and there's an item that Buck is trying to bring. Oh, there's a good item at Chick-fil-A. You could have followed it with, you know what? I stick with the uh, the chicken nuggets there. I get some of the waffle fries. You... That frosted orange is real good, it's too. Re- that's a good point, Buck. It's really good. How about some of the desserts? Point is that... The frosted arm. We're having a conversation about something, and then it's as if I had never said anything. I like Buck's approach. We were talking about Greg McGarrity and Mark Richt. Have you tried that frozen lemonade Chick Fil A has? (laughs) Goodness, how good are those? Oh, I love it. All right, that's going to do it for us. So, thank you to our guest Chris Domino of Hardball and Dominion Domini and Domino and Cellini. By the way, when you see that Domino's ad, like the, the one where it says, like, cheers, do you ever stop for a second and go, like, Domino? Domino's? Why would I go to Domino's for pizza? Or a bar called Domino's. That's much more like it. Speaking of bars, who would you want? Like, Matt and Chuck have always joked about, we need to start a bar. I would never go to that bar because it would be the least social bar I've ever been at in my entire... Like, there would be Chuck in the corner. Yep. Who's, who's not talking to anybody. And there would Ma- be... Matt with Frank Wren. Yep, and, and Matt would be there just to be seen, but he's going to keep his distance from you. Like right. Matt, Matt's been on social distancing long before it came into culture. Matt's like a hood ornament; like he doesn't really give you anything, but he just wants to make sure that you know it's there. Whereas you say Cellini and Domino, that bar. would be a freaking bar. I like, am in. There's a there's an old school just bench over in the corner where you can lift weights if you want to. You can have a there's a dart game. There's that punching game where you punch and see how hard you punch. And for some reason, there's just iron sitting in the corner that 
people can work out on while they're having a drink. That would be my bar as well. And they're smoking. I guarantee that is a smoking <laughs> so, bar, by the, the way. The last smoking bar in Atlanta. <laughs> it, I can't wait till we can go back out to bars. That'll be fun. We've been talking about doing this podcast out. and it, it Not now. It can't no, happen now. Not right now. All right. We'll talk to you next week. Wash your hands, bitches.